Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Guide to Middle School podcast. My name is Brett, and I'm joined here with... Mindy. Miranda. And today we're going to be doing a podcast about divorced parents. Something that we all have in common. Are you going to introduce me as your sister or... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) So um, today we're going to have some very special guests. We have my sister, Miranda. She has her podcast of her own called Fish and Edition. Shout out. (laughs) Shout it out. Uh, Link will be in the description of this podcast if I remember to do that. And then we also have Cindy's sister. Vicky. Hi, guys. And um, that's Cindy's sister, so obviously they they have the same parents, so they'd also be divorced. Really? Um, don't assume stuff like that. Yeah, don't assume. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know that. I'm kind of offended, not gonna lie. <laughs> so this podcast, we're just gonna talk about the good and the bad of having divorced parents. So uh, something that we're gonna start with is like having stuff at both your houses. Like if you want something at one house and it's at the other house like for example like um if you have like your xbox at one house and something else at the other house like just like the struggles with that i think especially just like school supplies in general is pretty difficult especially like now that we're online we have to have everything at home and we have to have like our chromebooks our chargers stuff like that yeah yeah, it's definitely important to have two of a lot of things yeah. at both houses. Yeah, it's, I think, didn't one of us forget our binder at one of our houses? Oh my god, when you lose your binder at one house, that oh, yeah. is a nightmare. Such so a struggle. And then, I, and then, like, if you're, if you need to bring, like, clothes or, uh, like we said, like, our Chromebook or school supplies, you have to, like, pack it up, and that can get, like, kind of annoying sometimes. and one of the parents is always mad if you leave something at another yeah that's that's another one of the things that's kind of annoying especially if you live like farther apart like (laughs) yeah i I know with me it's only like one town over it's only it was lucky it was different even back back when i was a kid even my sister we have we have different parent uh fathers the same mother and um it was just far further apart than i am with my dad yeah so um our definitely second- you definitely have to learn to be more responsible when you have divorced parents yeah and i also feel like yeah like you said you have to be more responsible and just you i feel like it's almost like you're more mature if yeah. you have divorced parents because like you have to do stuff on your own like you mm-hmm. have to kind of be that other person in the house yeah you become more independent yeah it's a good thing though that's one of the good things about having divorced parents it's not all bad yeah two christmases at least and you get two holidays yeah in my case three yeah mom dad stepdad oh yeah Mm -hmm. um and then our second point um we're gonna go into kind of it's kind of the same kind of different as the custody of um mm. your parents like <laughs> my sister and I are nervous laughing this is... <laughs> so sorry um when most what happens with most divorces or is that the right word uh-huh. um the parents will make an agreement with each other usually in court which will be like 
when the children or the kids would be at each house. Yeah. Like I know with me and I'm not really sure what yours, Cindy and Miranda were, but I was like basically 50, 50, like every other weekend. And then like whenever, like what my mom's schedule was, that's like one of the nights I would stay like, and what was yours, Cindy? And Vicky? Um, so it depends. Well, I'll say her part, but it depends the year. So at the beginning we were with our mom more and eventually we just started going 50, 50 yeah. just cause the custody battle was like really long it was like a year I think <laughs> years, and then yeah. it was like really good because I think our dad made pancakes for us a lot because like he wanted us to like him so that was good that backfired. yeah <laughs> um that backfired <laughs> <laughs> anyways um Miranda what yeah was it, it was good Miranda. I was it was different for me because I when my mom and dad got divorced I was only one so I never really grew up with them being together mm-hmm. and it was for me um Brett I know you used like you always stayed you always got to stay at dad's overnight because you live so close but yeah. for me it was I would have dinner with my dad I think it was usually two or three nights a week and then every other weekend too so it was like 50 50 but I just wouldn't stay at his house he would just drop me off like later at on those nights mm-hmm. and then I would go to bed and go to school the next morning yeah that's pro- also part of it uh, we're going to have to pause real quick. We'll be right back. Sorry about that quick pause. My dad just yelled at me. And um, now we're going to go into Miranda's point. Miranda? Oh, well, I was just going to say about the um, point with the custody battle being like over a year is a lot of people don't realize how long divorces are. And sometimes that's like really hard, too, because I know a little boy who's he's only five and his parents are going through a divorce right now and it's taking forever and it's really hard on young kids mm-hmm. so yeah like especially when you're so young you don't know what it means yeah. and like you were one when you're when um our parents got divorced or your parents um yeah being one like that almost kind of made it easier I guess because I never really got to see the strain in their relationship or anything but it's definitely hard for young kids and like the transition back and forth sorry there's a lot of trucks driving by right now no problem the transitions back and forth from mom's house to dad's house can be really hard so just like I don't know like in my opinion I feel like that's kind of like the hardest part is just going back between houses yeah and having like the emotional capacity to be able to go from moms and then leave moms and go to dads and then leave dads that's really hard when you're younger um like you you don't you don't really understand why you're doing it but like especially like when you're young you just grew up doing it so it became regular yeah and that's I feel like that's kind of how you were too Brett yeah like I I think I was what was I two or three maybe something like around there like right when you started remembering some of the things I don't really remember it that much yeah um well the other thing too is yeah you were three I think I was oh like 11 or 12 and um I would say one of the biggest things was since there's such a huge age gap between me and you was if you do have a sibling and you're going through a divorce definitely like comforting each other and leaning on each other is helpful yeah you guys are both going through the same thing together so it's almost just like Mm -hmm. and Um, and I know Cindy and Vicky can relate to that too 
Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, so we were, yeah, we were younger. Um, I was seven and she was nine. I was like nine. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's when they started like going through divorce and stuff. Um, honestly, them getting divorced wasn't even the worst part. That, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But we should what? Sorry. What? Wait, have you told him how like dad got married when he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. My dad got remarried very, very quickly. He um, first got married while he was still married, but yeah. that's another story. <laughs> and, anyways, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so now with that woman, he has two children, and one, one of which is Summer. She's about one and a half, and the second one is Joy, and she's just a couple days old. She's very cute. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have to agree. Having siblings in a divorce is, it's really nice. I can't imagine what it must be for, like, sing- single children. Yeah, that must be hard. Yeah. You have no one to talk about it with. Mm. Yeah, like, that. that's probably the biggest thing. Like, I feel like because of this, I feel like me and my sister are like even closer almost because we can just relate to things more yeah it does yeah because i was that's what i that's what i was getting at is i was 12 and you were like three and not that i like took over in any way but we definitely like i was with you all the time like making sure you were okay and like you would go with your dad and i would go with my dad so we had the same schedule things like that Mm -hmm. making it easier for each other yeah yeah, and, and another big thing is, like, if you have some friends at, at one house and then you go to the other house, this is kind of more generalized when you're younger and you can't really, like, drive yet. Because I knew when you got your license, Miranda, you could, if you were at your dad's house and you wanted to meet with, up with your friends at, in, at our mom's house, you could just drive, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, once I got my license, it was kind of like, not game over, but I kind of got to choose what I wanted to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then with um like our friends like that's you I feel like it's almost like your friends to be nice they try and make their schedule around your schedule and then you just kind of have that weird feeling where it's like you're being held up mm. you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cindy uh, do you have anything to say about that uh, just about that um my dad and mom they only started living kind of a little bit more distant from each other more recently. And it's just like, whenever, like, you have to tell your friends, like, they're texting you and you're like, oh, I can't hang up because I'm at my dad's house. They just usually don't understand and stuff like that. So that's really tough. And no, like, just drive us. Like, yeah, the people, like, who have their parents together, they just feel, like, so entitled to go to everywhere. Like, not, yeah, in, well, like, not to people who, like, don't get it. Well, I guess it's just, like, they don't get it's it. It's just a generalization. It's just a generalization, not all of them, obviously, but, like, yeah, they just don't get it because they haven't grown up with it. Yeah, much. definitely. Divorce is not something that someone can ever really understand unless unless it, it happens to you. To you. <laughs> you can talk about it and talk about your feelings and your emotions and everything to other people and like in that moment how you feel, but no one's ever gonna understand. Yeah, because they they just can't relate to you. You know, you could you could say something and then it just is like they don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Like something I always said to my friends was um, sitting down and having family dinners with both your parents. Like that's something that's like so simple and so easy. And like most kids just look at it as like regular since, but like for me, I never got to sit down and have dinner with both of my parents or like I would have dinner with you and mom. And then Mm -hmm. I'd have dinner with dad and his family, so. Yeah, and that's, like, another part of it. Like, 
even like even with Christmases and holidays and your birthday, you feel like almost like a pressure to be with the other side of the family when yes. you want to be with one side. Yeah. Well, even not even just wanting to be just feeling like you like left out almost feeling like you owe something to everyone at on that one day like I this year as I've gotten older especially it's been a lot harder for me and this year I like had a legit breakdown on Christmas Eve and I was just so stressed out and upset and sometimes it's hard for even your own family to understand that it's stressful like mm-hmm. I'm 21 years old and I have to see this person and do this and give them this and go buy this person presents and do all of this stuff. And it's like, it's one day I should, yeah. you should be able to enjoy it and not have to stress about seeing all of your family and all the rest of it. Yeah. Cindy, like, what are your thoughts when you have holidays and stuff? Um, so with holidays, my mom doesn't really have a family that lives nearby, so mm-hmm. I don't see my mom's side. Um, and then on my dad's side, we don't see them either because they also live kind of far. So we just see my stepmom's side. Which is kind of annoying. But <laughs> that's <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> we know our cousins better on the stepmother's side and they're just like, they're, they're cool. nice. They're but fine. like, I'd rather see like, you know. Our like biological family just because, you know, we've known them longer, but we just don't see them as often really. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of awkward sometimes, like, going on Zoom calls with them and stuff like that, just because we haven't seen them in literally, like, mm-hmm. years, so. That's crazy. And, like, and then it's, like, you're the outsider in it, and it's, like, ew, the Asians? <laughs> <laughs> the Asians are here. Oh, my God, they're tainting it. <laughs> they're tainting our family. We just wanted flavorless rice. No, uh, it's just um, in my stepmom's family is it's very... <laughs> They're they're very Italian. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I it's, it's Italiano. You don't look at you don't look like them at all. So yeah, I mean, yeah. You just, just you just you just don't feel the same, you know? Yeah, well, it's like we don't look like them. You know what I mean? My biological cousins are actually Asian, and it's funny because all my friends are like, "How are those your cousins?" Like, uh, my uncle can marry an Asian woman, can't he? <laughs> They, it's just like, and that's that's like kind of with like every family, I guess, because in this situation, it's kind of the same. It's like you can decide who you want to marry, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, I feel like people have such a hard time like wrapping around like, oh my god, you can have different races marry. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's mind boggling to people. My mom, my dad's, my mom is Jewish, my dad is Asian, so we're mixed, and it's just really weird because. We don't look anything like my stepmother's family. Mm-hmm. Like, put into perspective, all of their grandchildren, they all have blue eyes, like, very light. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that we're just very outside. And honestly, it's kind of harder. Like, it's so based on, look, it's not even, like, culture. Like, it's yeah. harder for, yeah. like, Cindy. Sorry. Just feeling like you don't, you're, yeah, like, you're an outsider. Yeah, you just feel different. And another big part about, like, that is, like, with the stress part is, like, if you're feeling stressed um like just ask for help you know yeah like you can go to the guidance counselor if you're in school you can talk to your doctor you can even talk to your parents to see if you can try and resolve some of the stress that's going on between your parents like if your parents are divorced and they're even if they are together and they're kind of like fighting you could even talk to the guidance counselor 
talk to your parents and see like if it like kind of the reasons why that's kind of more like if you're divorced parents mm-hmm. but yeah. like I something else too that I think is so important and I want to stress on my podcast because my podcast is college experience but mostly mostly based around your mental health and just how crazy the world is today but um where was that going with that what were you just talking about Brett uh mental health with like being oh oh I remember what I was gonna say um that happens a lot um therapy I'm a big therapy girl like I started going to therapy when I was in seventh grade I think and same grade we're in Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at is like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to talk to someone who doesn't know you doesn't know your parents doesn't know anything about the situation. And you can just sit down and tell them how you feel. And then they can see it from your view and not any bias on any side. And I started going when I was in seventh grade, I went until about my senior year of high school I think and then I stopped and since I've been in college I actually started back with a new therapist because I've been having a hard time actually I think coping with once I came to school I realized how differently I grew up with divorced parents actually and that was something that I had like kind of struggled with and it's just important to talk to someone about how you're feeling and not keeping it all to yourself and it really really does help I swear by it and it's nothing to be embarrassed about and no one has to know you go like literally I don't think anyone knew I went until I like voiced it to my friends like it's not something you have to talk about if you don't want mm-hmm. to but I'm very open about it now I'll be like yeah I'm going to my room I have therapy like whatever <laughs> yeah it's not it's a good thing yeah. I think everyone should be in therapy and that's my opinion yep so I, I think that like there's really just a lot of benefit that you can get from going to see a specialist or something uh it can be very helpful I've actually never really personally gone just because um my mom uh was usually open. Didn't we go like for like five weeks uh I went for a very very short period when I was younger mm-hmm. but um my mom is like always very open to talk with me which I'm very thankful for so yeah yeah okay. that's that's good too. and that's and that's one of the pressures you have too is I know we're not saying this, but because you're not going to understand it listening if you don't have divorced parents. The biggest thing, or not the biggest thing, but one of the a big thing that we, sometimes we have to go through is deciding. I worded that wrong. Which house, like sometimes your parents will ask you, like which house you like more and then if you say one or the other you could you in that and you're at the opposite parent's house that is that could be like a big thing of stress because you're just saying you don't like being at their house even though that's not true you just prefer the other one more mm-hmm. and that's not just necessarily like just your parents asking just in general like me one house can just be more stressful than the other due to like other factors such as like distance from Mm -hmm. your school your friends and just other things in general yeah Yeah, that's something I feel like that sometimes parents 
don't look at it like from our view as a kid's view like it's not about oh I like you better or I like your house better it's more so I like what this has to offer me better like my friends are closer my whatever I have Mm -hmm. this there like it's not about it's not about you it's not about really the parent or yeah it's not about you they always think about themselves (laughs) yeah it's just especially also with custody like uh, I know you guys probably weren't old enough to remember, but oh my god, yeah, I remember. Like we weren't really asked about where we wanted to live and where we wanted to stay. It was kind of yeah, you have to- no say, which is actually ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, and I think like, I think that's uh, partly because no, I do not. I think it's a good thing. Like well, you shouldn't have a say because if we had a say, then we'd probably choose. We're not going to disclose the parent, but we would probably choose. We would have chosen a certain we... parent that we would not be agreeing with who we would have chosen today mm-hmm. just because of, you know, things change. I'm so sorry. I'm getting cold right now. Oh my God, Abraham. What a cutie. <laughs> Abraham keeps calling me. I mean, Stop somebody keeps calling me and yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, uh, and and that's, that's kind of like part of it too. Like your parents is just it's just like a big sh- part of one of the big stresses with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, like, especially when they like try to make you choose between them. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, it's like, even though you hate the person that you like divorced doesn't mean that I have to hate them. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, totally. Being put in the middle is like actually the worst feeling ever. And that's kind of like what I meant about holidays too. But even not like, aside from holidays just the little snarky comments or the this and that like that that weighs on you like especially as a kid well throughout my from when I was one until even now it's like I hear the comments you're saying (laughs) sorry about that Miranda's music what is going off back to what you're saying I was just saying um being put in the middle of your parents or when I say put in the middle I just mean also like little comments like oh dad so-and-so or oh mom's this like just hearing those comments you take that all in as a kid like you're hearing that you understand it it's not like it's not fair sometimes to always feel like they hate each other so you have to pick sides and whatever yeah it's like you can or you're gonna say cindy oh uh um you can go first i lost my thought (laughs) okay um the thing i was gonna say is that building off of that um when you hear those little snarky comments about like each parent it really does affect you like hearing like oh yeah your dad did this this and this when you were younger but you didn't know because you're too little you think about that like when you talk to your dad and then your dad says very mean things about your mom and it's just you know yeah, it's not fair because you like if- there and you didn't have to deal with that and that doesn't even involve you and then they bring all of their crap onto you and it's not fair it's not fair <laughs> and and like if you say say like something happens at one house and you say that to the person at the other house, um, it's almost like the other the person the parent you said it to thinks that 
you like their house better because you're hint like quote unquote hinting at it but you're really not you're just saying what is going on because you want to make conversation mm-hmm. yeah you can't really share your experience as easily sometimes it feels like I've also learned too growing up that like voicing your opinion to your parents and how you feel and how like certain comments like that can make you feel bad or make you upset and being able to voice that in like a very sit down normal type of way just like hey it bothers me that you say this about dad like that's still my dad I understand or that's still my mom I understand that you feel this way but I don't feel that way. So just being able to like talk to your parents about that too, I feel like is important because sometimes it's not them. It's just, that's how they feel. And sometimes they forget that that can affect you when they're saying those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have like any tips for like the listeners about yeah. how to like communicate to your parents, like just for a friend, not for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tips for communicating to your parents. I feel like that's hard because it really just depends who your parent is. Yeah. But my biggest thing I feel like I would say is just talk, you know, it's like, it depends, but don't, don't go into it like angry. That's what I would say is don't start a conversation that might get heated when you're already like, don't go into it mad or like in, I don't know how to say it, like go into it with a calm calm outlook on it and just say like listen this is how I'm feeling whatever because then I feel like it can your parent can take you seriously and say okay like yeah I understand whereas if you just go and screaming at them saying like screw you I don't want to hear this about whatever whatever like it's just gonna turn into a blowout fight like I feel like that's good definitely good advice but for any listeners who are like don't have parents who are Um, like you know what <laughs> not very open communicative uh yeah I mean uh if you are great but if you don't um just gonna say if you if your intentions in a in like anything is just to make them upset or rebel or anything just don't do it because you're just gonna end up being in a fight really mm-hmm. true that's so true yeah. what you do is that you have the other parent help you get behind the other parents back usually no if, like, you have <laughs> an issue <laughs> No, this is, um, so your other parent can help you a lot if you have another parent, like, that's there to help you, and you ask them for help, like, with what's happening at your other house, it can be very, 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 very helpful for you, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Alrighty, well. well this was fun. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, have you on another one if you'd like. Sure, let me know. Anything else, Cindy? Anything else, Miranda? Anything else, Vicky? I think we're good. Yeah. That's it. Right. Just here. I'm going to go eat. Have fun eating. All right, everybody. Bye, thank guys. you for, thank you for listening. Bye. We'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one. And here's the outro music.